All right, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Conspiracy Social Club, a.k.a. Deep Bars, a.k.a. Highway to the Danger Zone. Touchy subjects. <laughs> I forgot about the Yes, touches. guys, listen. Thank you for tuning in to the number one debate show the, in the, the world. The, listen, right. guys, we are putting out two new episodes every week. Episodes, video, and audio at rockfin.com slash Conspiracy Social Club. Two new episodes every week. Are you every kidding? week, hammer plus, of God. Plus, plus, you get old audio episodes anywhere you get your podcast. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you yeah. want to, you go, hey, doc, listen to me. I got to check this out before I, I you know, I yeah. invest in this thing. Listen to old episodes. Yeah, and believe me, you'll invest. <laughs> you'll invest. Greatest <laughs> you show like of all time. And fucking learn how right i am and how wrong sam is five star reviews give it to us love us help us get in that top 200 right. to show everybody what's real now listen you want to see us live it's real easy you want to find out where we're going where we're going to be where we're going to be dropping the hammer of the gods at just go to briancallen.com and sam triply.com and and don't and don't wait be there's more yeah uh, we got merch and more about the show at aka deepwaters.com. You guys like wearing awesome shirts? Yeah. That say aka deepwaters <laughs> or whatever. I don't even know what the fuck the merch is. I do know I have one of the shirts and it looks great on my body. Yeah. If you want a shirt to look amazing on your body with sick cotton, the kind of cotton you can only find in a very tiny, tiny valley in Egypt picked by the most beautiful women of all time, then you and, and then combed. <sighs> combed with ivory combs combed with i yeah we had to kill elephants for it but guess what oh, worth it when it hits your body and the stitching you want to talk about stitching we had to use very small children because they have tiny fingers they do get back <laughs> yes. and breaks yeah so get, get shirts that we use hot chicks picking cotton slaughtering elephants and child labor, and child labor. go get but it they now. are fucking worth it it's like dipping your torso into a warm fucking bath with some honey mixed in. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. All right. Okay. And you want to come see me live? You come to Brea. Okay. Improv and this Thursday. we got to go. Okay. When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, a.k.a. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. <laughs> <laughs> now let's start. Let's start. All right, ready? Ready? Uh, Sam, welcome to the new studio. Look at the new studio, dude. Yep, everybody, we got a new uh, producer. We're going to miss the fuck out of Chin. We're going to miss Chin. Chin we was love this Chin. close to getting it, and now he'll well, go Chin, back Chin, to sleep. Chin can't be our producer anymore because he's so spread out, but I got an amazing producer, Anthony Pacheco. What's up? I don't know my Anthony doesn't have a mic yet, we'll but he's get going you a to. Mic, Anthony. For, for those of you who want to know, Anthony is half Mexican, half white. You but he asking, probably gets a lot of white cheeks because they think he's half black. Uh, that might be true. Right? He, he's a tall fella. He's he a big, a strong, fella. Fe tall fella. Yeah, we'll, we'll he's get got it. a little orange in his beard. Would you say that's a little red? Yeah, he's, he's got some auburn. He's, he's got Mexican ginger? You don't see that a lot. Canelo. That's like some, yeah, you're Canelo as fuck, bro. He, he's, he's more chestnutty. 
He's more chestnutty. Yeah, fucking Canelo in here. Yeah, my man's chestnutty. And uh, I love Mexicans, by the way. Who doesn't? There's some people that don't. I love Mexicans. They're like they're like they're super passionate people, family oriented, and you don't understand until you have kids. Family oriented, and they're just like they fucking like. You ever go play a Mexican crowd? Yeah. I have. Like, they don't want to hear your political jokes. No. They just want to have fun. So here's my philosophy on that. I, I think Mexican people and Latino people might be the saviors of this country. Now, let me hear me out. They might be the only people that are still sane and still kind of like, you know what? Let's just live our lives and work hard and fucking move forward and oh, don't yeah. worry about all the craziness. Like, I, does that, does that, do you know what I'm saying? Though? No, like, 100%. And like, I'm watching the Mexican community and I think it's very interesting because. You know, right now we're having this influx of Mexicans. I know they've been here for a while. Some say this was Mexico, which it was. But, you know, you see first generations and they'll do, they'll work any job. That's right. If it's got a paycheck. That's right. And then their their next generation works a little a, a little easier job. Blue cob, a little easier yeah. job. And then that next generation, they go into like a white collar job, yeah. right? And then there's going to be some lazy ass Mexicans like white kids just <laughs> playing video games all fucking day. I don't know. Bitching about their parents. But they tend to be very entrepreneurial like certain like so Syrians or Lebanese or Mexicans tend that they, they'd rather have their own business than deal with somebody else. Uh, dude, typically. that's where I'm at. Small business. Armenians. No bosses, dude. Yeah. Show up when I can. Hang out with the man dragon. Our only boss is, yeah, the fucking man dragon. Dude, our new studio. Now, for you guys who are watching, Sam will have something over his head. Somewhere. We, we're trying to figure that Maybe out. Maybe ladies' bathroom. Because right now, this is the Callan compound. But it's going to, but this is the this, Callan compound. This I is like that. Conspiracy Social Club, Deepwater, AKA Deepwater's episode 27. I can't believe it's been 27. Oh, where's the time? People go? love you though. After when I do my shows, they're like, tell Triple we say what's up. That's so nice. I appreciate that. But then they go, you're, you're winning, Callan. I, who is that? The voice inside your head? Come on. Do dude. they buy merch? <laughs> <laughs> Brian, yes. I miss you and I love you. And uh, it was great and glad you're back. And wow, the world has gotten crazy. Crazier than I crazy can imagine. Times. Well, first of all, I'd like to take a moment to uh, dedicate this episode to our friend. That is no longer here. Oh man! That uh, it's a. We probably should do it at the end, but I like to get. Now let's do it now, so we can take this clip and and deliver it. Uh man, I want to say how much that I am thankful for my time with Jeff Scott, and I've been at the comedy store for twenty years, and he's been there the whole time. Jeff Scott to me is the is 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 a part of the comedy store, just like the light in the back of the main room and the ladies' bow or the star in the OR, like these are fixtures of the comedy store. And uh, I will always, I've lost two very good friends, uh, WeHo Kevin, who was WeHo Jesus. And, He's a great uh, guy, I loved WeHo Jesus. I loved, I loved him Kevin. and Jeff. And the reason I loved them, not because they were gay, but because they were the only ones in the room when I would be bombing at night laughing, laughing at knowing what I was going through and knowing I was working through it and just like laughing at how uncomfortable it was, but at the same time laughing to support me, to get me through to the end of my set. Man, I, Je Jeff has been there since I started. He was always on the piano. He was always smiling. And I, I cried yesterday. I was talking to Rogan and, and I was on the phone and I, I started to cry and I had to get myself fucking together. And because Jeff, that was his home and he was a fixture of the comedy store. And, and, 
you know, we, we, Rogan and I were talking about how important he is, how important people like that are. They have a deep value and, and they have a deep value, not because they are bringing all this energy to a room or anything. They have a deep value because they're just kind, smiling, positive presences that are always there for you. They're always there. They always remind you that the comedy store has a character to it. It was a home for people that couldn't find a home elsewhere. Land of Misfit Toys. Uh, yes, man. And, 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 that, and he was such a reminder of that. This gentle soul who, in my opinion, was a, a beautiful guy who could play the piano and didn't necessarily have the tools to compete in this crazy rat race. And he was always a reminder of something to me that was pure. There was something pure about Jeff Scott. Jeff and and, Scott, and, and I, I'm going to miss him terribly. Jeff Scott to me was a lighthouse in chaos. Because when you're down, he cheered you up. And when you were thinking you got this shit, he'd knock you down. He'd stay a smart act remark to kind of check you, put you in reality. But the reason I want to thank Jeff Scott is because what Jeff Scott did for me was Jeff Scott humanized HIV. Like, I... Like, I only knew one person before that that had HIV, but he wasn't really close to me. And, and you know, when I met Jeff and I heard he had HIV, it let me know that these are people too, you know, and that they're, they're human beings, that just something would happen to them and you could hug them and you could love them and you could tell that they, they, were, they, were, they were just human beings, man, and that... And that they weren't monsters or they weren't scumbags that made bad decisions, but they were just people and you could love them. And, you know, and I've never had that before. And then later in my life through recovery, I went to a room where it was just all gay guys and they all had HIV. And I was able to be very happy and thankful for those people in my life. And that's what Jeff Scott did for me. He like humanized HIV. And like and it, before that, I didn't understand it. And now I do, and I, I'm very thankful for that, Jeff, because without you, I wouldn't have had that. So thank you, dude. Thank you for that. Yeah. Appreciate it. And that's kind of why it won't be the same. It may never be the same without Mitzi and without Jeff. Yeah. But man. It's like the, it's like the end of the old guard or something, you know? There was yeah. something just, there was just something, again, that, that, it's, it's funny how a, a place is special, but the people it attracts and those constants are really what uh, you remember. And I, there's going to be a hole at the comedy store. It'll never be the same. Never be the same. Never. I man. will never know such if a... Jeff is ever going to be back to play me off. Sometimes he's off being the mayor. He was always laughing, dude. Like when you would do a joke that that nobody else got, you'd hear him go, ah, you know? Yeah. And, and, and he was the first guy to encourage me um, when I was doing my animal crazy shit, you know? And he would go, you kill me. And he'd come up and tell me, you know? And he, in a way, to have somebody who was part of the comedy store make me feel like I was okay. Because yeah. let's face it, we were all misfits, you know? It's just, it just still are. This and one really hurts. Yeah, it did, man. It killed me. And and I was Brody surprised was at my reaction. I was surprised. Bad. I was surprised at how much I missed him. And I and I and I wish I and I also wish that I had known that Jeff, because because if you think about it, this is another thing I was talking about yesterday was that for eight months, nine months, he didn't have his home, and I don't. I think it was too much for him. 
And yeah. that's what this lockdown does to a lot of people. We have to remember that, that, that whatever you want to say about the necessity, it, it, it's really, really hurt and, and even killed a lot of people who didn't have COVID. It's, it's a really tough time right now, man. And I just wonder if this never happened, would he still be with us? I feel like he would, but I don't know. And, you know, know, man, as we talked about in this thing, man, I've been doing a lot of um, afterlife shows and I know people say this all the time, but I really do, man. He's in such a wonderful place right now, universally. That's what everybody says when they talk about near-death experiences is that, you know, they're just in a better place. And, you know, I hope that Abraxas, the chicken snake god, allows you to uh, play in his band, brother. Because I love you very much. There you go. There you go. Thanks, Sam. That was pretty awesome that you said that. Appreciate it. Um, Well, first day back. First day back. First day back. Uh, uh, Let's get into... The boys are back. Let's get into some craziness, Sam. Because, um, you know, I mean, parlor band. Dude, uh, they so much going on, dude. So much going on. And... Did you, I mean, one of the craziest things, did you know they grabbed Nancy Pelosi's laptop? Have you heard that? Oh boy. <laughs> I don't know. I know that they grabbed her lectern, but I know that you probably believe they grabbed her laptop too. No, now, this is universally agreed upon. All of your- Look that up. Look that up, Anthony. Did they, did they look, grab her laptop? Yes. They yeah. grabbed her laptop. And a lot of people think this is why they're trying to- to uh, get this 25th Amendment done because... Well, they're also, they're trying to get the 20... Well, the, the, the Trump, you would have to agree he's not, he has not conducted himself in a presidential way. Look, I mean, they, they, they were... You, you, I, I have to say on record that I totally condemn the siege of the U.S. Capitol. That was... It, no matter what you want to say about any other protest, that was so Can illegal and question? so bad. It was so Can bad. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think that the U.S. I want let me start by this: the BLM protests. What are your thoughts on that? I have a lot of thoughts on that. Um, I think some things gain momentum. I think that that didn't come out of nowhere. I think it came from a legacy and a long period of time when Black people would had you to be, say had to that deal it with stems from the system that the United States has. A lot of it was systemic, probably. Okay, yeah. So, so the system is a problem. Well. The system has gotten better, but the system still has problems. And I think that black frustration with with the police force and 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 shootings of unarmed black men had a long history in this country, even though a lot of people say that it got better and it did and policing got way better and police departments should get credit for that, that those BLM marches came out of, you know, a long period of frustration and a lack of due process, a lack of of justice, frankly, right? And I think a lot of people would agree with that. So I think that that sometimes sometimes history is the engine for something that kind of blows up later on, right? You know what I'm saying? So the wreckage of, of a past, the wreckage of your, 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 your behavior can have consequences a long time afterwards. So I think that that would be the way I describe BLM. Okay. My, my issue with my issue at the end of the day, with as much frustration as people have with the election, whether or not they believe it was fraudulent or not, we have to understand that you simply cannot storm the White House, the Capitol, 
the, the headquarters of the CIA. These are our institutions. There's okay. a better way to do it. You cannot wow. go in there with guns, tear gas, whatever you go in Listen there with me, and break windows. If you think, here's my problem with, with that narrative. And I, I love it. But no, I don't love it, actually. But my, my point is, is like, I just went through a year in which I was bombarded with BLM, bombarded with that we live in this incredibly racist, systematic country that is just destroying black people, destroying everybody, allowing whites of all economic levels to thrive. And while we watched that, we watched BLM protesters with Antifa burn down our friends' businesses. I agree. Okay, which burn was which down. was wrong. Okay, hold on, real yeah. quick. I I have my my. You've been to my studio. I don't want to say what 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 street is on, but I know friends of mine who were taking pictures and Instagramming of them in protest on that street where they burnt down one of the fucking best restaurants in LA and cra- and I'm not yelling at you I'm yelling no, at you No I hear you bro okay? I hear you I hear you So and and and, and fucking broke into uh the, the Mac store yeah. and now I now Apple's its own thing no, but, but I broke mean, into the this small businesses store. were burned to the ground and looted there's okay. no doubt And how did the media treat that Not well not 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 they were not they didn't condemn it enough and I thought it was, I thought it was unconscionable. Was no, they literally tried to tell us that it was peaceful protest. And I thought it was outrageous. People died. The number of people that died from these BLM people shot, not just by cops, but by protesters shot was in the dozens, dude. Yeah. So so we're being told that this 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 system is completely and utterly rotten to the core. It, it destroys lives. It, 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 it creates inequality. And the, the the media has been bombarding us with what an awful country we live in. And then they turn on a dime and tell us that the people who stormed the building where the system was created are terrorists. It doesn't make both any things sense can to be me. right though. So you so so for me, I condemn the looting and the burning of the BLM marches. Right? There's no fucking doubt about that. I condemn it very strongly, and I always have. And I do think there was a double standard with the press, and I don't think the press was uh, at all honest. What a surprise! But I also condemn without question the storming of our capital by people who are frustrated. That's not how you do shit in a democracy. How do you do shit? You vote, you organize, you protest. But our democracy works because you don't pick up guns, clubs, and other things and storm but an institution the, like the U.S. Capitol. I mean, we've seen there are, like- there, there are, first of all, that's my biggest worry with these conspiracy theories is that yeah. we still don't have evidence that it was rigged on that level. Fine, we have so much evidence, but there's, dude. But, but, but that's, but we, we can get into that in a second. But what I'm saying is that you still cannot break the law by going into Nancy Pelosi or anybody else's chambers. Brian, you have to have order. That's not allowed. I understand allowed. what you're saying. But, but you, so, so you are breaking the law and you should be prosecuted for doing so, regardless of how you feel. You cannot support violence like that because then we're really fucked. Then if you do, remember, Sam, if you go, you guys did this, so we're going to do that. Now we got ourselves a civil right, war. Right, Brian. But what I'm talking about is the narrative of the, the riots through the whole year, okay? The narrative, which was, we're upset. The system sucks. We're going to burn down our neighborhood businesses. And like the way the media played that. Can de- you even have a clip of Como on CNN? Who said protests were supposed to be calm? And you know, and then all of a sudden it flips when you get close to power. 
Right. And like the truth of the matter is, and due to us early into the studio, and we'll soon have the greatest setup in here. I know it's coming. That I'll show you videos where the cops are letting people in yeah. to the Capitol. Yeah. Because now you get people in. Now you get people go. You have people going. Oh, domestic terrorism is a problem. It wasn't a problem when they were burning our neighborhoods down. But process and law and order are very important. Buddy. But what if the system's completely corrupt, Brian? And we can't like like but, everyone's talking about these elections real quick, right? Mm -hmm. They're talking about these elections weren't rigged, and half the reason they're saying that is because all of these. These cases have been thrown out, but what they don't, what they don't ever tell you is none of those cases were heard. They were all thrown on procedure. There was not, not but, but one let, of let, them let, thrown let, out because of evidence. Can I give you some perspective though here? Uh, this country was founded. So after the Revolutionary War, in almost every, after every Revolutionary War, there's a civil war, almost every time. Uh, if you look at history, as soon as there's a revolution and the country throws off the yoke of their oppressors, they break into civil war. See India with the divide of the, the Muslim and, and, and Indian divide that turned into Pakistan Hindu, and all that. It yeah. goes on and on. Um, what was amazing about the founding of this country was during the election between John Adams and, and, and Thomas Jefferson. I mean, the, the uh, John Adams supporters thought that the Jeffersonians were wide. They were going to ruin this country. They wanted to bring it back to the agrarian. They, there were all kinds of issues that that one side truly believed that the election of this particular president was going to ruin the country on both sides. There was debate about whether, whether they should have a standing army or not and all that stuff. And to their everlasting credit, to their everlasting credit, they said, we are not going to resort to violence. We are not going to resort to using the army to get what we want or to this two-hour militia. And George Washington was also known by many stories as saving our republic because when the army wanted to march on the Capitol because they weren't getting paid, they weren't getting paid. And after they fought the Revolutionary War, they were going to march and George Washington got wind that they were going to march and they were going to go get theirs. And they were going to go in there and do whatever they had to those legislatures and make them pay. George Washington got up and he, he's a very dramatic guy. And he took his glasses and he put them on. He said, forgive me, gentlemen. Were they Groucho Mark glasses? He said, they were. He said, forgive me, gentlemen. I have grown blind. I have grown almost blind in defending my country. <gasps> Which meant nobody suffered as much. I suffered just as much as you motherfuckers did in this war. I froze. I starved. I had my wooden teeth. Everything sucked. Now, uh, and, and he gave a speech about how in a democracy, things are messy, things are unfair, things take a long time, that there are grievances. But the most important thing always to remember is you go to the ballot box. The most important thing is to debate it. The most important thing is to win the war of ideas, not the war of clubs, sticks, and muskets. And I think that's very fucking important. And that's why you cannot, you must, you cannot, you cannot fall for the temptation and it's a strong temptation. If you actually believe the 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 election was fraudulent, which I don't, because I haven't seen any enough evidence. But but if and, and I and I think Trump behaved in a very unconscionable way. But if you believe that, you still cannot resort to violence because we know where that leads. It's it's if you let that genie out of the bottle, we've lost our country. And I think that's why people haven't risen up right. because they're waiting for this, for these leaders to wake up. And I'm telling you this, as I say right now, you're going to watch it happen in real time. Watch as if, if, if Biden gets inaugurated, okay? He will. Okay. Some and you'll owe me yes, how much money? Say, you know, it might, I mean, $1,000. What? It's been tested, Bubba, in the courts. It, we're, it we're, hasn't we're been tested this. in the courts, Wait, He's getting- They haven't it heard has, it. They've been throwing it out 
Based on procedure. Be, no, they throw it out, Bubba, because you've got to present. And look, when, and when you have a court. Brian, we've had, Brian, they have had to present sworn affidavit evidence. after sworn affidavit. You can't do a sworn affidavit and lie. You go to jail. You have so They won't even hear the cases. That's not, but that's not enough, right? You have to have actual evidence that, for example, the Dominion the, the, were hacked and all these things. They we have just that. don't have that. They we have don't know. Brian, it's, they do have it. This stuff is all rumor, Bubba. It's Brian, not they true. they do have it it's, all the time. That It's been... Now, now. So, so hold on. So we have a disagreement, right? Now, you tell me. So, Brian... Where do we go? Hold on. Now, you tell me with this very important issue. Now that we have Conspiracy Social Club, where do we go to find this info? You tell me. Well, I want to know. What do you mean, where do we go? Where do we go to find the evidence to settle this dispute? Tell me. You, you find real researchers out there. You stop watching ABC, NBC, CBS, and all these who have lied through their teeth. I mean, dude, why? Well, what about Fox just, News? What? Fox News Fox was, News they, can suck a But dick. they were pretty sympathetic. So where do we go? Where do we? Brian, I, I mean, I need to go to Brian, vetted. You know I need to go to vetted. Are, is everyone lying? Brian. Brian. Yes. Brian. We, we, we have been... The beauty of this whole thing is we've exposed how many conformists, corporatist conformists are out there. It's called the Mockingbird Media. Now, I know you haven't heard this, but this is a proof, Brian. There's actual um, film, a, a video of a congressional hearing. Congressional, not congressional. You said congressional. Congre I know I did, and that's how you're going to try to win this thing. You're a Nazi. I think oh, I want to that bell. Where's the bell? We have a bell. Where's the bell? We have a bell. Get the bell up. Get the bell I'll up. I'll get the bell up. But uh, congressional hearings, okay, Yeah. in which the CIA admits that they had, like, uh, I think at that time, like 70 fucking plants in the in the mainstream media and that was back but that in doesn't like that doesn't mean the cia that doesn't mean because they have first of all they have a propaganda wing at the cia to fall to spread false information that that throws other countries off their elect messes with their elections it doesn't mean the cia would have the will or the ability or the legal uh parameters to pull off messing with an election in this country Good what, luck. How many patriots are there? Brian, How many patriots? Would this country be any dude? We literally have the Clintons bragging about putting Boris Yeltsin in in Russia and destroying the USSR. We did not put Boris Yeltsin oh, in Russia. Dude, one hundred. We have no control have. over who is put in power Brian, in Russia. Brian, Boris are Yeltsin, you telling me Boris that Yeltsin the came U.S. Up government through, hasn't messed in other countries' elections? Nonstop. Nonstop. So why wouldn't they do Russia? Well, Russia, Russia is its own thing. Boris Yeltsin came to power for a whole bunch of reasons, but Boris Yeltsin wasn't an American. Don't go in there. He wasn't an American puppet. Don't go in there. I'd Wacko. love you to tell the Russians Wacko. that we do not shower now. Your friends are dead. That's why I feel what's going on right now. I feel like a black guy at a movie theater watching a horror film, yelling at the film. Don't go in there, white girl. You're gonna die. I, yeah, Boris Yeltsin was not put in power by the United States. Boris Yeltsin <laughs> may have been. It may have been a welcome addition, but Russian politics does what Russian politics will do. Brian, Russian politics does what Ru will do. will do it. Yeah, but it does what it will do. So, like, so you're saying like tiny countries we've done that, but not. Mega we've always countries? messed with elections. We've always supported so our side, but yet we wouldn't do ours. We try, why? but good luck in Russia. Boris Yeltsin was a part but of that. Why wouldn't power they do ours, Brian? Why? Well, the Russians why, and the Chinese. Uh, why in Fee in Arizona and 
and Pennsylvania, Philly, okay, are they not allowing audits to happen? Why are they not allowing fucking, which is constitutional, allowing uh, observers to watch the, the fucking counts of the ballots? They won't even let do that. There, there, look, there, there were there were observers. When you say that, in what context are you talking about? Right, okay. You know, I, the, I had a gentleman on. I would love to have him come on one time. His name is Dr. Shiva. And he will break down about how the machines count. They actually turn us into fractions. But, so, Brian, if you and I are running for mayor of fucking Mandragon, right? Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're both running. Mandragon versus Fat Dragon, okay? <laughs> Mandragon, Fat Dragon. It's okay? such a great name. Mandragon, Fat Dragon, 2021, mayor of Dragontown. And who will lead the Slut Dragons, okay? <laughs> so that's so we're running, right? Mandragon, Fat Dragon, who's going to lead the Slut Dragons? Yeah, this is that's fucking what's going to happen. You guys awesome. got to watch Slut Dragon. Let's write, that, let's write that fucking TV show. Yeah. <laughs> Slut Man Dragons Dragon. is from Rick and Morty's. It's, oh, the it's so good. It's so fucking funny. I gotta, you got to so play good. it. So it's good. Like, I watch, I watch Adult Swim. You know my comedy. I've been doing the same thing for like since we met, which was 20 years ago. Yeah. And then when I started, I, I'm, I'm 48 right now. I started when I was 22. Right. So I've been doing the same. I watch like Adult Swim and I'm like, oh, my comedy has finally arrived. Like, yeah. The humor. I haven't watched enough Adult Swim. Oh, dude, you got, if you got Hulu, you got to watch. You got to watch Solar Opposites. It's so fucking funny. And Rick and Moore. I mean, dude, the writing. I mean, Dan Harmon, this is Sam speaking, is a pure scumbag. But the, like, dude, it's like, who's Dan Harmon? It's like listening to Thriller. You're like, dude, the guy diddled kids, but this is fucking good. Who's music, Dan bro. Harmon? Yeah, he also did Community. I mean, the dude's a scumbag. Bro. Oh, right. He got Scum in trouble for some stuff. Yeah, he's a scumbag. But, mm. dude, the bet, I mean, dude, the writing is top oh, shelf, yeah. dude. Yeah. And, uh, but, so, Man Dragon. And fucking Fat Dragon are running for the leader of the Slut Dragons, okay? <laughs> and dude, so they set up this voting machine. What they could do is they'll rig it. They'll make a vote for you worth a, a half a fraction, right? And a vote for me worth one-fourth of a fraction. And that's literally what they do here. We don't know that. We do know You're that. You're saying that they did that with Dominion, yes. right? Please present me with evidence. I will. I Where? Do, I don't even... Do we... With what? With my phone? I'll show it to you. But I'll these are this is rumor that's being that's rumor, being thrown dude. out there. I it's would love rumor. I would love some hard evidence. You can't tell me that when these these so when you present a case in court, which a lot of these 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 this election, a lot of these states have been challenged in court. Now hold on, no, it comes they it comes been to court, actually gone to but, court. But they the, were shot down. When it comes to because when it comes to the judge, when it comes to the judge, the judge looks at the evidence and says, "Is there a case or not?" Right. And, and I remember a lot of these and I believe a lot of these judges were appointed by Trump. Right. So a lot of the federal judges, the Apple, like in the Apple Brian, judges. Right. Brian, right. Okay, Go on. Then I'd like to. So talk. a lot of them, it's not like they're not sympathetic to the Trump, you know, machine. And when they're presented with this evidence, they still have a lot of people watching this. There's a limit to what you can do as a judge. You go, well, is there evidence or not? Is this constitutional or not? Is there? And they go, well, there's not enough evidence here. When you heard Trump on that phone call, I listened to the hour, the, the, the Republicans in Georgia were like, your data is just not true. And then you go, where are you getting this social media? He goes, no, Trump media. He wasn't giving any evidence. Like, I was waiting for That's Trump to say, true, this is what it is. This That's is what it is. And all it was was hearsay. That's you can't true. run an so, election dude, on hearsay. So, Brian, okay, ask me this. When was the last time... In your 70 years on this planet, right? Yeah, no, no, no. That no, you, 53. That you God damn it. fucking saw them stop counting 
and then pick up four hours later. That it, look that up because that's not necessarily true. Oh, Brian, and don't so, go in there, white girl, white girl. Don't go in. Stop showering. Your, your friends are dead. I mean, it might have been. It was also. It was also super late. Oh, Man, why can't I just take a shower in peace? It seems like a nice night. What the fuck is the problem here? I'm mm. a chick. I got thirty me, soaps. I'm yeah. And why am I my so big and perfect right now? Look how why am I so hot? Why am I so hot? Why am I so hot? Uh, is there somebody out there? Did I just hear something? Dude. Let me go check it out naked. This whole world is turned. The the problem is I can't make sense of anything. How about my daughter yesterday? I got schooled by my daughter. Aw. Yeah, 12 years old, right? She was talking about gender and she's all gender crazed and LGBTQ and all this stuff. And she was telling me that I'm not woke enough in one way or fuck another. And I'm like, I've been living this shit forever. And then yeah. I, I want to go, hey, 12-year-old, you don't know shit. Well, this but is, then I don't do that. So she goes, I said, that. it's complicated. And she hit me with this. Watch this. I go, it's a complicated issue. She goes, yeah, dad, everything is complicated. I'm dealing with that right now in Girl Scouts. And I go, what do you mean? And she goes, our cookies. Now, our cookies that we sell, there's a problem. We, our cookies have palm oil in them. Now, if you know anything about how they harvest palm oil, it's very damaging to not only the environment, but also to the people that work there. But if we boycott the cookies, those people would be put out of a job. But do you know that children, because they don't have daycare, have to follow their parents into the fields and they don't get to go to school and they're exposed to all those chemicals and palms are really sharp. So they cut their hands and feet and they get infected. She went through a whole thing and then she said, but the problem with boycotting the Girl Scout cookies is it puts a lot of people out of work that they really need and they wouldn't have anything else. So we're trying to figure out a solution. My 12-year-old, you know what I did? I looked at her and I was like, oh, oh, oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I didn't. I was so fucking proud of her. I was so proud of my daughter having a nuanced mind. My daughter had a fucking, at 12 years old, this generation is looking at like, uh, thank God she was looking at both sides because I'm the first guy to go, the socialists are taking over my children's schools. And I freak out like an old man that I am. But my daughter had a nuanced, thoughtful, fair critique of the palm oil industry. And Respect. it floored me. Respect, Respect, bro. It floored me. So that's something I can that's understand. That's a very adult thing to say, it is. to be honest with but, you. But you and I have to figure out in this podcast, because it's needed, how the fuck we're going to figure out what's true and what's not. We have to do that, Sam. Well, and right Brian, now, you don't trust my sources, and I don't trust your sources. So let's find Brian, a source we can your trust. your sources have a history of lying. Look up right now. I want to just hear what Google has to say. Brian. Brian. Google, no? Brian. You see, you won't even let me do Google. No, Google and I get suck it. a dick. Well, Google banned Parler, Amazon banned Parler. I get that. I get your distrust but Brian, of Big Tech. Brian, did the golf of Tonkin happen? Yes. No, it didn't. It's literally history. Oh, you mean the golf of Tonkin as in, as in, we, use that, as an, no, we use that as an excuse to but get did it right. But right. did the U.S., did the U.S. Uh, 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 boat get attacked? No. Okay. But did we? Did the media sell us that well, it did? The Pentagon. Pull us into the Pentagon war? did. Okay, the that's Pen- part of the exposed, government. Well, it was and the, and the, the military- Pentagon's. I believe the Pentagon papers were what by a whistleblower were what exposed it, and then the press said, "Oh, by the way, the military lied to America." The press was the one who but actually the press got pushed hold. the narrative. Did, but, but, were but, there but, weapons? But, but, of but mass the Watergate, Watergate conspiracy Brian, was exposed were there by weapons by of Bob Woodward and the, and the press, right? And and Leonard, and Bernstein. And here's the problem, Brian. 
when Clinton got in, well, actually Reagan started this and I debated you on your last podcast, which was Reagan and, and Clinton completely shish kebab the media. First of all, what Reagan did is he took off. There used to be a law that like what we're doing right now yeah. used to be be media, which yeah. was you would have to have both sides of the argument on there to present yeah. both but sides. But people agreed with where to get the sources. Now we can't agree where, where the right, truth right, is. Right, right, right. Hold on. Yeah. So Reagan takes that law, right, which, which gives us cable news, MSNBC for your liberal talk, Fox News for your conservative yes, talk, yes, right? Yes. And neither shall meet. Yes, correct. So now I get to hear what I want to hear, not what I need to hear. Add to that algorithms that allow you to go down the rabbit hole on, on YouTube. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. So now, now here comes Bill Clinton. And I'm sorry, bro. And you're not a Republican. You're not a Democrat. Up until I had to renew I'm an my license. I'm, a, I'm an independent, I would imagine. Uh, up until I renewed my license, I was a registered Democrat, which was just a couple weeks ago. I am now under Libertarian. I should have done independent, but you can't vote in any primaries. Yeah. And local is the only voting I'm doing from now on. Right. But smart. So, smart. so when, uh, and so I was a Democrat up until recently. Bill Clinton got in complete. Most of the stuff that Bill Clinton, with the help of Joe Biden, passed have is, is directly related to a lot of the shit that's fucking us right now. From NAFTA, from deregulation of the banks. From deregulation of the media. And what he did was it was, you could only, a media uh, entity could only own one news source in every market. They got rid of that. So now we're down to five to f actually four because Fox News technically is, technically is independent. But based on what I saw over this election, I'd say Disney somehow has some kind of control over it. But it's down to five companies own everything. Yeah. So if you don't play ball yes. with these guys, you can't move up. Big Brian, problem. you know that. It's a big we, problem. We see it in Hollywood all yeah. the time. Uh, no, I'm going to say this. The biggest threat to our fucking democracy in our lives right now is the fact that information is controlled by Facebook, Apple, Amazon, by, by five companies, basically. YouTube. And and Google. Okay. Is this interesting what you're hearing right now? Yes. Is okay. Is this old guys talking right now? Is this like a bunch of old dudes? Like, yeah. I was thinking that too. But but let's just say. But this. we're old dudes. Yeah. But but I am worried that that these are monopolies and they're public utilities because that's where all, we all get our information. Break them up and let's have some fucking competition. Well, I, dude, I think that's what has to happen with healthcare. I mean, it, I agree. you know, God bless Jimmy Dorman. I support him because you, that's what you should be doing. You should be forcing the leaders of your party to listen to their base. Yeah. And he's really exposing how these Democrats are fraud. By the way, uh, FYI, Republicans suck a dick too. The Republicans suck a dick and the Democrats can work. Establishment. The what else should we talk about, Danny? I mean, is this the worst conversation ever? No, yeah, I just one on top, and then the Democrats come from the bottom and work the shaft, right? Well, and, and, and the regular people are the ones that take it in the ass. Right, I mean, that's the whole thing. So going back to what we're talking about, Brian, about what do you do with these people that basically, to me, we have, we have taxation with no representation. Yep, yep. So how do you change it? You want to vote? You don't think it's the rigging? I want, dude, if you can explain to me how Debbie Wasserman Schultz basically 
Fuck the DNC by getting Hillary to take, I mean, to uh, beat Bernie Sanders. That's politics, ain't it? That's politics. No, politics but the question game. is, how does she get reelected? Dirty game. You figure it out. It's called politics. Politics it's called is dirty. Rigging the election, dude. Well, politics my is always friend been dirty. Did, my friend, I'll have John Paul Rice on. He did all the analytics of Hillary versus Bernie, and she got slaughtered. But they flipped it on her, dude. Well, I, the, here's the thing that I think you 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 can rig an election right now this way. You can control the information that people hear and don't hear. Right. You can you can also. You can also figure out a way to get your candidate not to be as visible as the other candidate. And where okay? we see like that. Like they did with Tulsi Gabbard. see that. Or, or yeah. Joe or, Biden or, not doing pressers, disappearing through the whole box. So I'm going to tell you something, Brian. But what, I'm saying, what, is that, what I'm saying is the biggest worry, Sam, is that that now with, for example, I don't know anything about parlor, but the fa- it very much terrifies me that they were able to shut it completely down because there's zero competition out of Twitter. And even if there were extremists on parlor, I, th- I, I think it's a very bad look. And I think what's going to happen is the right wing or whoever, or just Americans that are outraged by the fact that they got censored are going to come up with a technology that's going to be an alternative to these incredibly powerful companies. Look, if you're a law firm and you rely on Amazon for your servers and everything else, you might not even defend Parler. I mean, we're, we're, we're at a point where I think big tech has too much power, period. And I don't think power on right or the left is a good thing. So that's what I worry about. I think there are real life things to worry about and you're seeing them unfold before your eyes. And, 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 I, and I think that when one ideology or one group controls all the fucking information we got to be careful uh my, here's my thing dude the the narrative is which is hilarious because you have these blue check mark idiots out there no offense yeah. um sitting there going uh going um going oh uh twitter can kick donald trump off and get rid amazon and google and um facebook or whoever else can uh, kick Parler off because they are a private entity. Well, which is hilarious because they're the first ones that are telling you you should shut down your business because a virus is going around. And, you know, it's like, oh, this private business can make their own decisions here, but not over here. And my biggest problem is, is that Apple, Amazon, excuse me, Google and Amazon and Twitter both took huge amount of money from CIA dummy corporations, some seed money to kick them up. And on top of that, they get tax breaks. like, Or they get, uh, I forget the word it is when the government gives you money to help you keep going. Subsidies. Yeah, they get subsidies from the government. So they're not a private entity. It's a fucking, it's a public utility. I really do think that these companies should be treated we all rely on them for our information. So you have to either break them up or treat them like public utilities. And they, have, the question to be, does, they if, have to be neutral. If it's a public utility, does that mean it's ran by the government? Well, let me ask you a question. If, if though you are a private company and people are using your platform to spread false information and incite violence, what would you do? I mean, because now you got a legal obligation too. My question is to you, Brian, where do, are we? It's like, you know what you're applying right there? You know what you're saying right there? Rules for thee, not for me. I understand that. I understand that. However, I'm trying to say that sometimes 
when you have a president and 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 I got to say on the record I think Trump was outrageous in the fact that as they were storming the Capitol he went this is my impression of him you guys it's bad stop uh, you guys I know they stole the election and they're terrorists and they want to kill your children but go home. Brian, you know, I mean, he was so not to say that was this how guy, pinpoint this guy was, accurate this guy that Trump was, fucking I know, that was a terrible, was. Terrible, no, it was great. But this it guy was, was fucking, this guy was fucking inciting this and it was illegal behavior and Brian, it was un-American. Brian, so what I'm saying is you literally had DNC people going fucking burn it all down. Multiple I people. I understand, Sam. Two rights don't make a wrong. Well, dude, but it's like, it's like, why? I we get your frustration kid. and I get the America. There are a lot of people that are frustrated. And I, I, this is what I worry about is that the fucking, the, the mainstream media, which does lean left is behaving. They have to start taking into account the fact that there is a lot of anger and that anger is real and it's 70 million strong. And I'm fucking really worried about our Republic because with people who are that angry, you sometimes worry that they are, if, if, if there's enough misinformation or if they are able to get their own information on both sides, as we've seen, and you're able to purify your echo chamber, we're talking civil war. And I think that is what I really worry about. And in the social dilemma, that the dude who came up with all that technology said, what do I worry about in the short term? Civil war. And I was like, and now we're seeing it. And these things happen and they snowball before you can put the genie back in the bottle. We're in a war for 30 years. And I God, God forbid, and I, I even I hate saying that out loud, but we have to understand that our institutions have to be respected and law and order has to prevail. It, I don't cite riot, but you need to show me a way that people that have that how we're going just wait here and hope corrupt people. Here's what I think. Fix corruption. Here's what I think. The Democrats have control of everything. Okay. That's a big responsibility. Let's see if a blue house and a blue Senate and a blue White House can solve a lot of the problems that we have in this country, equal the playing field, make it better. You got four years. You really have two years. Then we're going to have elections again. And one of the things that's great about this country is that when one side doesn't perform, you usher in a bunch of people with new ideas. Uh, so so basically what we're doing is um, we're running from one party to another back and forth. Well, which is like going from OJ to Doc and just being like back and forth. Let's change that then. I, I hear you. I mean, what you're saying is that you don't really have any. First of all, you have two things going on. One, you don't think your government represents you and you're fucking right. Two, you don't trust your government and you're right. Both, by the way, American both American ideals, both American ideals. You cannot ring that bell yet, though, I'm because no, nope, no, nope, you, you can't ring that bell right. yet because I you still right. you still. But the, the, the election, there's always that, that's a poker smirk. There's that's fraud. Like, there's fraud. I can't say you won. No, nope. the there's fraud check, in election. You know, you won. There's you fraud. The wink, th there's fraud in elections. However, in this case, I believe. Joe Biden, because Donald Trump behaved like such a fucking dumb dumb, and he lost the election, he could have won it, and he handled this oh, so poorly dude. that Joe Biden won the election Brian, fair and Brian, square, fair Brian, and square. Please tell me how a dude is winning when they stop counting, and then when they come back, he's Anthony, losing. Look up, look up. They stop counting. Can you? Hey, go to uh, where do you go want to, to go, go to that to? YouTube channel go with that to, one guy uh, Nancy who believes butthole.com <laughs> where we get the real news from. I mean, it's like unbelievable, dude. So Nancy Pelosi's laptop did get stolen. What the fuck? Way, to come back to that, 
Shit. All right, you just take a seat. You take a fucking seat. No, we don't have that bell yet, man. God damn it. Fat Dragon wins. Fat Dragon wins. Okay, so hold on. A claim that they stopped. A claim that they stopped counting ballots in Pennsylvania is incorrect. So a, a claim that they stopped counting in Philadelphia, and I looked this up too, has been proven to be incorrect. Ring, ring, right. ring, ring. Right. Give me the fucking W right. on that, you guys. Right. Somebody doesn't want domestic abuse later. That's why she's saying that right now, okay? <laughs> she beats me, bro. I'm sure she does. She's I'm a sure tough she one. does. But the point is, I don't, it definitely happened in Michigan. Can you please look that up? It happened when? In oh, Michigan, for sure. And I believe it happened in Philadelphia. And I know it happened in Virginia. When when you say it's st- they stopped counting, what is your what By do you way, believe? Brian, what do you believe happened after that? That's where they had the, the, they were so far behind, Brian. They're so far behind. Can I tell you why? Sometimes they count the the more urban areas last. Don't go and in if there. you go to Gen, if you go to Georgia, if you go to Georgia, don't if you there. go to Georgia and you, and you take a tally don't of Atlanta, naked, and, and you take, don't go you take, listen, if you take a count of Atlanta, <laughs> don't go look naked. If you take an account of Atlanta, that's primarily a chocolate city and they are going to vote for Biden. They're going to vote for Biden. No, they're not. Brian. They, 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 you're Brian, heard. Brian. So you're telling me, Brian, yeah. that, that, the black community voted for the guy that fucking wrote the 1994 crime bill. Yes, I, I and tell you that. for Camilla yes. Harris, who couldn't even get enough votes yes. in the first primary. I'm going to tell you that. Why? Because the media did a very good job of painting Donald Trump as a racist. And Donald Trump made some big mistakes when he... More when black he, people... When Brian, Donald Trump Brian, was running... You know yeah. that you know... That Donald Trump got 11 million more votes than he did the last election, that's, right? That's, that's, but you're telling that's me he true. lost. Don- and then a guy who could, dude, dude, I, dude, I get more people at my shows than Joe Biden does <laughs> at his fucking rallies. I want to take you, you back. How bad that is? I want to take you back to the mistakes Donald Trump made, and I found them offensive personally. When Donald Trump in 2016 said that Mexicans, we're going to build a wall, and I'm going to keep the Mexicans the way he the way he described Mexicans. As criminals and rapists. I agree with this. Point. And, and, and then he said, I'm going to build a wall and make Mexico pay for the wall. It was so antagonistic. And every Mexican was like, what the fuck is with this guy? And then on top of that, I remember this very well. As a guy who lived in Muslim countries for eight years of my life, I found it so offensive. He said, I, Donald J. Trump, am asking for them to put a ban on all Muslims entering this country until we figure out what the hell's going on. And I personally went un-American, unconstitutional, and fucking offensive as shit. So he earned, he earned. How is it unconstitutional to ban foreigners? I'll explain. He earned, I'll explain right now, because you're banning them based on their religion. But they're not American citizens. He banned them based on their uh, religion. And I have no, so, I, so, and I agree with so, that. So, 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 so those two things to me as an American, I, and I ain't, I ain't some bleeding heart liberal. I found that so offensive. I couldn't fucking believe it. So he earned, he earned this. Do you know and, that? Then, and then when he said there are good people on both sides, he could have been, he could have been way more diplomatic. Yes. He's, he's denounced white supremacist a thousand times. The problem is, man, when you're the president of the United States and you say those things, when you say, say they're what, good, Brian? when you're good people on both sides in the what Charlotte sides? in the Charlottesville march and stuff, I'm just saying the optics and the, and the when you when you hear that, 
when you hear that, you as a president know what you're doing. And if he doesn't know what he's doing, then then shame on him. And those things cost him. And what happened was you can never shake. You can't shake that kind of stuff. So he earned his, whether he is or not, the man earned, Brian, the man earned his, the his label year, as a Brian, racist. Who is a bigger, who has caused more damage to our cities? The Marxist BLM, which they openly admit they are Marxists, openly admit on their website. They're Marxists or white supremacists. Who've done more damage? Honestly, and I condemn both. I listen, black people, I love them. They they're a big part of my life, dude. I grew up Motown, uh, fucking uh hip hop, my best friends in high school. I mean, like, I have to say this because I can't be critical of some without doing this fucking, you know, disclaimer first. I love everybody, dude. I am a person. I am for everybody. But please tell me in the Brian, who has done more damage in the last, during this insane last four years? BLM or, or white supremacy? I, I, I can't, I can't answer a question which, where you characterize, the way you're characterizing the question is not giving me anywhere to go. So, because, because you're, 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 you're characterizing the question in a way that leaves me no alternative, okay. but to characterize so, so, the so question the I, way you feel. So, you so, 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 so I would say this, I would say that the BLM, the BLM marches and the protests, many of the people who took part in those marches were not Marxists, weren't even thinking about Marxism. I know, I know, I know that the, the women and the, the people who have, who are part of, part, of, part, part of BLM, they, they are admitted Marxists. And I, that's my, uh, that, and, and so I have a big problem with Marxist uh, ideas like critical race theory right. being pushed in this. I right. have I have my own criticism. What you're that, saying is very yes. adult. Yes, so I have an issue with all that. Right. What what I what I I won't do is get into the mind of the frustration that has gone on in the black community, I and totally they had understand. their chance to voice themselves. But Brian, so how I, is that I, I, any so, so so that's American, right? So so when you protest, when you protest. It's American, and you're allowed to take to the right, streets. Right. What you're not allowed to do, and this is why I hate Antifa, why I think Antifa is a criminal and, and, and terrorist organization. Antifa, if you're going to go around and start looting and burning, and a lot of those people were white, by the way. A lot oh, of those people were oh, fucking white, okay. and they were, they were financed by, by, by people who were white. I, got, I have no mercy for that. Okay. So, yes, that's a criminal terrorist organization. But, but when it comes to people who are marching under a BLM banner, uh, that, and, and, they're, and it's, a, it's a black community, I, I, I can't say anything about that. I got to just listen. Okay. I got to say, say that frustration comes from somewhere. And I and I never had to experience it, so I'm gonna shut the fuck up for a while. Okay. I gotta shut the fuck up. Now that that's where I would stand on that. Okay. When you storm the Capitol, you okay, gotta go Brian. to jail. All right, Brian. You gotta go to jail. Sounds good. Hey, how come when I went to Sam Tripoli Twitter it says I'm Because you've been banned. Because you've been fuck. banned. I'm a fucking young Christian warrior. I wanna look up something real quick, bud, because um I find what you're saying is very interesting. And because what you're saying is because the leadership or a couple of this organization are in fact uh, Marxist doesn't make the whole group Marxism. So what? So I would tell you is most of these people marching, who they call mega, yeah, MAGA, MAGA, yep. They're they're not all white supremacists. I've said that from day one. Okay, I said I said that, from day but, one that the majority of voters for Trump, in my opinion. 
when you just when you just dismissed him as racist, etc., you're being so unfair and condescending. A lot of Americans were te- they didn't work under a Democratic leadership for them. They had five hundred dollars left in the bank under Obama for eight years, and what they said was, "I'm desperate. Let me try this red man, this orange motherfucker. Let me try this guy." And for a while before COVID, the shit was working. Whether you want to give him credit or not, you, it is what it is. But but Can you so, so my Twitter. So in that sense, that's where I would say. That's where Sam, I would say. My, fu- that, my that's phone what runs it is. on coal. It's not working right you now. You can't have a phone that ring, runs on coal. Lance <laughs> Lance Armstrong is pedaling in the back. And you have <laughs> it's a, so old. It's actually new and it sucks. Yeah, but so you see, I posted a meme, right? Because I want Brian to hear what I'm. So so we're talking about the Capitol and the attacks and all this. There's a meme going out there that breaks down that in, I believe, the 70s or the 80s, uh, a group of uh, American communists uh, went to the Capitol and they uh, brought de- they detonated a bomb. They were set. They were sentenced to 58 years. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton pardoned one of them. That woman is now on the board of BLM. Hmm. Is your Twitter Emperor Alexandra? No, it's, yeah, that's it, AKA Fat Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, Fat Dragon is so funny to me. I love Please it. call yourself the Fat Dragon. <laughs> Please call yourself that. Yeah, yeah, right here. So let me read it and then I'm gonna go through your pictures. Um, in 1983, a far left communist terrorist group actually bombed the US Capitol building. Susan Rosenberg was arrested with a cachet of explosives in 1984 and sentenced to 58 years in prison for the attack. Bill Clinton commuted commuted her sentence in 2001. She now sits on the board of Black Lives Matter. Thank you. She she did a lot of time. Yeah, I remember that. She also was, I think, I think there was a there was a thing to her where she wasn't. she wasn't doing any of the bombing, something about that. I can't remember. I, I remember reading about that a long time ago. Um, yeah, presidents pardon people. So I think what he was criticized that, for neither of us are going to solve this. And well, just- we need to. You and I in this podcast, I'm serious. We got to start figuring out. Why. This, is a good, this is a good microcosm for America. You're over there and you're inflexible. Killing I'm over here, it, and winning, I'm over here with the truth. Bells. And I'm over here with the truth you're and with logic. You got low body fat and, and you're lost. And I'm shredded. Now here's the thing. I, I'm I'm but I'm also I'm also Mr. Independent, right? I'm kind of in the middle. But I'm I'm very worried about two things. I'm very worried about about misinformation and QAnon guys on the right. I love and I'm your very cum fu- gutters, and I'm, by the way. Your cum gutters. I got cum gutters. Yeah. I got a nice body. Yeah. I work at it. But yeah. I'm also very worried about about the the big tech woke left-wing agenda. Yes, I'm worried Marxism. about both. I'm fucking worried about both. Yeah. And I want, and I, but what I'm really afraid of is that with the left's censorship right. of information and their monopoly of information, I really am worried that they can silence dissenting pushback. And I'm talking about intelligent scholarship or just thoughtful ideas and rebuttals from the right. And I, that, that's what I worry about with Parler. I, I think that it was very inconsistent to say, well, Parler has all these QAnon people and they are spreading false information. That may be true. And I happen to agree in principle, probably with that sentiment overall. What I worry about is if you are going to take an entire platform and make it illegal, okay, then can please explain to me how you don't do that? How is Twitter absolved from the fact that there's so much hate? 
Twitter destroys jobs and lives. Twitter is full of people who spread lies. So it's a it's a real double standard. By the way, that, that's the, what I worry the about. The banning of Trump cost Twitter eight billion dollars. Yeah, Twitter stock they stock went it's down. It's done. Okay, so. My whole thing is like I we just did a I have a podcast called The Union of the Unwanted, right? How many it's podcasts? It's one of my you have? thousand podcasts. I why do. do you have so many? You're so you should stick to like just two because you're mm -hmm. awesome. No, okay, so I'll tell you why. Because I can't sit down and really do a lot of reading. I'm a bing 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 kind oh, of. Oh, I know that. So so which is I, why ring 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 ring. <laughs> no, so so I go instead of reading books on the subject. I'll talk to people who either wrote a book on it or have done research. So actually I'm going old school with the way information was given, which is through storytelling. Yeah. So I have, I have a spiritual podcast, which is really helping me in these chaotic times, which is like, it's on Rockfin. It just is letting me go. All this theater is bullshit. These low frequency demons are trying to suck us down. Dude. I mean, we're all fucking, dude, we've lived here multiple times and whatever we did wrong in the last life, we're paying for it right here. This is what I said to my girl. My girlfriend and I were watching this show called um, called Unnatural Selection on, on, on Netflix. So now we are in a position where we're able to, the, the kind of gene editing we're doing and gene manipulation we're doing and genome manipulation we're doing and synthetic biology we're introducing into regular biology is allowing us to create in the next 20 years, well, we're not only curing diseases we never thought we could cure by changing people's genetic code, especially when they're in the embryo or when they're little, very little, which is beautiful. They also cost a million dollars. But we're also getting to a point where we are going to be able to create our own biology, we're, and meaning our own bacteria, viruses, and animals, and, and humans. Designer babies are here now. You want blue eyes? You got it. You want fast twitch muscle? You got it. CRISPR-Cas9 is making it so. Ready for this? You, a white couple wants a black baby. That sounds. You can do that, as and that baby, well, black baby, will have the genetic code to produce Why other black babies. Why don't you do it like old people used to do it, and just have a black guy bang your wife, well, and have? I've seen a lot of videos. Now you're talking my fantasy. I've done a lot of research on it. Now you're it. talking about my cuck fantasies, and I'm a cuck. <laughs> I'm a fucking cuck. Hey, dude, at least you. And by the way, I can't like, wait till all the right wing guys call me a cuck now that I've been criticized. Yeah, but Trump. dude, they can't. Dude, that just turns you on. Every time they call you a cuck, it's like you're just getting them. I'm like, I'm hardier. like, yeah, I am. Are you fucking cuck? Yep. Keep talking. It's, it's sperm competition. Oh, yeah, I love it. Just get weird. Are you a cuck? Do you like no, that dude, stuff? I like, I, we talked about it. I like being called the N-word in bed. It's just my thing. <laughs> You're the best. Now, so hold on. Listen, so, but, 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 but what I'm trying to... What, but what I'm trying to yeah. tell you is that... I don't remember what I was trying me neither, to tell me you. Me neither. Me neither. Because I started thinking... You, started, you got me all cucked up. No, here's what I'm telling you. Oh, okay. So someone said this the other day, and I'm paraphrasing the saying, but the saying is... When you take away free speech, the the what is left is violence. Correct. Okay. Correct. And th th let, let me just let me reiterate to young people why free speech is so fucking important. You have to have you have to risk offend be able to risk offending someone, even risk insulting somebody. You can't call it like all hate speech or or speech is violence because it does two things. And I'm quoting John Stuart Mill. One, if you hold a position and somebody says something you don't agree with, you can then argue it and it strengthens your position. Or 
if their position is something that actually makes sense to you, you'll change your position, change your mind, and strengthen the foundations of your philosophical, moral, spiritual, social philosophy. That's why freedom of speech, the only way we change our fucking minds is by being exposed to other people who speak to us and get us to change our mind with a, with a good argument. And that's, that's how I changed my mind. Was as a young man, I had very strong opinions one way. As I get older and I read books and I listen, reading books is basically a way of listening to somebody mount a really good argument against you. Like the fifth risk changed a lot of my mind. This is what you're supposed to do. If you start stifling the, the ideas from another side, whether it's right or left, that's why we had a bicameral legislature. That's why Democrats, why left-wing and right-wing people, and a lot of this might be fucking, this really might be personality shit. You need, you need two different kinds of people fighting it out yeah. because you compromise. It should be in the you middle. compromise. Yes. And why are we suggesting that everybody on the left is right? What, that's very dangerous. And you can't, you can't hide behind the guise of things like compassion. That's bullshit. It's not just compassion. So it's a about million power. people march on a million people march on, on Washington. They find one guy with some fucking Holocaust shirt on and everybody loses their skull and they take everything that was happening there. And I know a ton of people there and they all walk with love and they're the most open-minded people I would know. Like fucking lesbian friends of mine were there. Sure. Fucking everybody was there, yeah. dude. Black people I know were there. Everybody, I fucking, they all walks alike, but they grab that and they run nuts. And that, then- that's, that's the media. That's how they sell. No, but it's just like these idiots in this town our friends who have blue check marks going nuts on people, calling everybody fucking Nazis. It's yeah. so funny. They yell at that guy for having that Nazi shirt. And why they're fucking wearing a NASA shirt. And NASA was started by the fucking Nazis. Well, NASA's an uh, awesome This guy's so here we go again. I've already won that NASA's, three times. No, NASA's so, an awesome uh, Yeah, NASA was started by a Nazi, a, a Satanist, a fucking Scientologist, and a pedophile. And, Those are and, facts. And not true. Facts. And not true. And not true. And not true. Facts. Scientists, scientists, they put satellites in the air and we benefit every day. So we have this guy that, oh my God, this guy's a Nazi. It's so funny. I used to be told if you included Hitler in jokes, that was disrespectful, right? So you know what? Even though I had a great, you know, fucking uh, baby Hitler joke. Tell before, us the joke. Well, it's just if you can go back in time, who I'd fight. I yeah. fight baby Hitler. That's the Dana Gould joke. I, I, I did that way before him. Yeah, no, I don't. I didn't even hear his joke. Oh, his joke is so funny. He goes, everything's contextual. If you had baby Hitler and everything's in context, if you had baby Hitler and you had baby Stalin and you took baby Hitler by the ankles and started beating baby Stalin to death with baby Hitler from a distance, it would look pretty awful. But right. upon closer inspection, you know, it's, it's I, I, I butchered the joke, but it's fucking awesome. Uh, my joke. Probably isn't that good then. I won't tell. Dana Gould. Dana Gould is kind of a genius. I watched the stand up and Can in, I tell you Austin, something about Dana fuck, Gould, even though good. he went fully retarded on um Jimmy Dore, and I totally disagree with him, but I think he's a great comic. Yeah. So back when uh back in the day I got asked to do a show at the improv, back when they asked older white men to play there. And <laughs> um so it was me, I was hosting, I think. And uh, there was one person that was Steve Byrne and then Dana Gould, right? Yeah. And dude, we show up. It's an all Asian female sorority. 
And like, this is at Steve was like, that was when he was boy band, Steve. Yeah. Like trying to do that boy band, make Wait, the girls go goo goo gaga. Steve uh, Byrne. Steve Byrne. Yeah. Asian in front of Asian females. Steve Byrne will be in this, in this studio tomorrow. And we're doing well, clean it company. down after yeah. he's done, please. But when, when, but he crushed, I mean, that's his crush. He, crushed, he crushes. And yeah. Dana Gould went up there and I was like, how the fuck is he going to follow this? And he crushed, dude. Yeah. Because he turned out he has an Asian daughter. Oh my God. Because, you know, his wife, he goes, I know what every one of your vaginas look like. And it was like, boom, he was just into it, crushed. He's a monster. He Dana, crushed. He's, 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 there are people like Bill Burr, Dana Gould, you, by the way. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I've said this about you. Like, when I see some people do stand up. Uh, does he say it's when you're making love? Dude, you, the shit you did, I said this to Dove, and I said, well, the shit you did when we were in Afghanistan, in Afghanistan. And we, Sam, we would, we would go and we were working on no sleep and we had to go do stand up in the middle of the day in some fog. And Sam would be the one to open shit up. And the motherfucker would get a mic. We all took turns except for Dove Dave. No, you opened every time because you were the only one with the guts yeah, to do and it. And then the uh, power went down and I had to crush. Dude, you you would crush. So he would, hard. He would improvise with all the fucking people in the room it. and destroy. And I, I said to Sam, I go, I mean, I said to Dove, I go, nobody can do that. Nobody can fucking do that. That's like the time I had my best set ever at the comedy store in La Jolla. And I destroyed for an hour. And Sam, ha that's why I started calling you the monster. And I go. I go, I Sam had to get up and do an hour and I go, that's not possible. It's not going to happen. I think Chris D'Elia was featuring for us. And that was you, a good time. And dude, like, you got up, fuckable, you got up and made them laugh candle. harder. You got, I was like, oh my God, you got them laughing. I was just, I was always the fourth best looking guy in the group. Yeah. yeah. Always. Yeah. Well, I was the Joey Fatone of our group. You, no, you're cutie pie, but yeah, that's, that's probably <laughs> well, true. I a buddy of mine, he was so good looking and all these actresses from our acting class and he had a huge dick and i know that because he would just tell us about his big dick all the time lucky, lucky son just, he's like who, i got a huge dick who is like, this okay. fucking guy my buddy sheldon and we went out with some of the uh, females from our class and they didn't give two fucks about me no i might as well just be holding the boom mic the whole time <laughs> just fucking doing sound for this porno that was about to happen my buddy said that my buddy goes i used to go out with my friend he called him the jolden boy as in golden boy and he's like, I, I was, the girls would look at me like I was a spore. Like I was a fucking mushroom. Guys used to bring me out just to jump on the fat chick that was going to cock block everybody. <laughs> yeah, I understand. We used to do that. It was a great time. Slump busters. Yeah. <laughs> Slump busters? Oh yeah. Back in Vegas, it was chaos, dude. All the time. Then if you go a little time, you don't get it. You got to go hunting. Yeah. Get that yeah. look up. Because women can see the look in your eye. Well, I remember when you're a younger guy and it'd be the end of the night and uh, sometimes the, you know, it'd be finally everybody be exhausted and you just lock eyes with a girl and it'd be like, well, I guess we'll start talking now and yeah. we'll hang, we'll hook up. You'll that happened to me happened. a thousand times. It'd be late at night and, and uh, my friend went to talk to this girl and uh, he goes, and she goes, and she went like this. And he goes, you know what? I can't talk to you. I'm not talking to any of you girls. You're all mean. And she walked, and he walked away. And this girl goes, God, that was abrupt. And I go, I know it's my friend. Sorry. His feelings get hurt. We start chatting. Yeah. It's the best. Late night, late night hookups. I see. It's just like, I enjoy that more than actually hooking up. Cause it, cause the girl the was probably like, I best. didn't get the guy I wanted. So I'll settle for this fucking guy. It makes me laugh. Sometimes I'm hooking up. I'm like, I can't believe you fell for it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe you fell for it. Or, or, you literally think I'm fuckable. That's unbelievable. That's what I say to my girlfriend. I'm like, I'm for real. I'm like, how do you fucking find me attractive? For real. She's 31. 
I'm like, how, how do you find this attractive? I mean, yes, I put it down. Yes, I'm a champion. When was the last time you saw your father? She's super close to her dad. I kid. Her dad, her dad's only three years older than me. Really? Yeah, and we're 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 a lot that alike. Must have been weird. We're a lot alike. We wear the Do same clothes. You guys clothes. each other's yearbook back in the day. <laughs> we're we're both similar athletes. We're both like similar builds. It's Listen, pretty funny. The truth of the matter is, like that age should be dating that age, yeah. because like it's just like if dudes are gonna roam until they don't want to roam anymore, I and know. we go from like hunters to pet rocks. <laughs> Where you just leave us in the corner, come back in an hour, just sit in the corner. We're done. We'll stick a fork in us. But I still, yeah, I still keep fighting that. I keep, I do deep squat. I do goblet squats where I go low. So I, apparently it increases your testosterone. Another, it's more pseudo bro science, but I fucking do it because that's what they say. It makes you feel good. Yeah. I have now, I'm trying to get off my phone more. Me too, dude. So I, I now have three phones. Well, they say blue light kills your testosterone. I don't know if that's true. I have a crypto phone. For just my crypto. Oh, do you have, how are you doing with cryptocurrency? Well, I mean, it went down. Now it's going back up. It's great. So I have friends of mine from upstate New York. Yeah. Uh, we're all on like a text thread. Mm -hmm. This is a funny story, dude. I'm on the text thread. And uh, I, I just say, uh, dude, you know, I've been telling, <sighs> dude, there was a time when I was using, right? I, was, I would be doing phone sex and I would be giving like crypto advice to the phone sex operator. I'm like, you got to buy XRP right now, man. Right. And then like, well, I'm paying $3 a minute, right? Because that's how retarded I am, right? So, but. You're so, the best. <laughs> but I'm like. Is there anybody like Sam? Some of us are sicker than others. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to walk through. But, so I have my friend. Um, and I have all my friends. And I'm like. Because I think if you get in crypto right now, you could be blue collar. Yeah. And if it goes right, you can go white collar very right. easily. Right? right. Right. And I'm like, dude, you guys got to look at this crypto. So my buddy who's from Orange County, we all grew up in upstate York, but now he lives in Orange County. Mm -hmm. He sent me a screenshot. Right. And he said to everybody, he goes, this is the moment that Sam told us to invest. And literally the chart just is going. And when it says I invest, it goes boom like that. Right. Right, I'm yeah. like, dude, what do you want? It's the market, man. And they just started laying into me. You and your Ponzi schemes. <laughs> and it was my black friend, Marcus, that was really laying into me. I go, Marcus, what are you talking about? I'm just trying to help. But sometimes my phone just like, you ever look down at your text? It's like, blah, 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 you're like, yeah. who just texted that? Yeah. My phone did that. Guess what it texted? What? KKK. What? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, dude. Who did that? My phone did. Oh, I'm it, like, dude, I did blurred. not. I don't know why my phone did that. Of all the things to text, it texted that. It was like, uh, and he like didn't say anything about it because I go, dude, I wouldn't text that. My phone texted that, and then we went back at it, and then today it's. Well, back your phone's up. listening to you all the time. Well, it does. Here, I like to be called the M word, so maybe yeah, it is a little racist. Yeah, it's a little racist. Well, it's so interesting that, that turns you on. I was banging this Mexican in my car right before. You know, I finished, she called me the M word and it Jeez. just stuck with me. So when I was in college, I, one of the leading sex therapists in the world was one of my, uh, therapists. I mean, one of my, uh, Teachers. professors, wow. he was the number one sex therapist in the country. Yeah. And he was our professor, Dr. Logan, I believe was his name. And he was like, I could get you to be attracted to anything in the world. I could do it. He goes, how he goes, all I have to do is get you the nut. Or orgasm while you're looking at something, so whatever, right? Really? So if maybe I maybe when you maybe when you're younger, lights, maybe when you're younger. 
No, but dude, like look at porn. Like you start watching porn over and over again. Yeah. Like the amount of dicks guys have seen in their life compared to their grandfathers. Yes, crazy. Your grandpa <laughs> saw a couple dicks in the fucking shower. Now you could like mountains of dicks people yeah. have seen. And, per, and perfect women too. Like what? in term perfect women too. Like with technology, what 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 it's done for? Well, I just feel looks. bad because I think people think porn sex is real sex, and it's like right. it's not. Right. It's like it's like watching like a, a Mission Impossible and think that's how you're supposed to live your life. Yeah. It's just stunt fucking. It's so interesting to me when I see like these gorgeous women that could do anything, and they're as nasty in in these porns as it gets and you're always like what for me dude it's just goes vegas on? i learned very pretty very broken shit comes in very pretty packages is that what it is yeah are they all broken in one way or another they no would, i mean some yeah. of them are just entrepreneurs and that's my biggest problem is like you know it's like the you know people look at sex as sex is degraded person purposely so they can use it to blackmail you hmm and control you in the bigger thing. Yeah. So if people find out you're in the weird shit. Yeah. And you don't want anybody to know. And you should totally be like, yeah, dude, I love glory holes. It's my thing. Right. Right. The no secrets. Yeah. I like that anyway. All my friends. I don't like yeah, secrets. Yeah, you just made your into cooking. So it's fine. Yeah, I don't like I don't like secrets. How free do you feel right now? Did a big weight come I off feel free. Um, so can you do me a favor? Can we also clip that uh, Jeff thing? How soon can we clip that, by the way? The... Yeah, I, I got to tell them that we're clipping it. We'll send it to them. Yeah, let's do that. That's beautiful. That was beautiful, man. I love, that, I love that you cried about it because I, 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 you made me cry and then I cried yesterday. I love well, that Well, dude, it's like Brody, Jeff, Freddie, Freddie Soto was a big loss and that was the first one. And then Angelo Bowers was a big loss. Because the dude just beat cancer. I don't remember Angelo Bowers. Angelo Bowers was like an open micer that you knew was going to blow up. Yeah. And he got cancer, so he disappeared for a while. Uh, and he beat it. And then right after B, he got hit by a DUI and what? died. What? Yeah. It's been 10 years, dude. Mm, I don't remember But, that. dude, I'm so excited about this new thing and what this new studio and what it means for you and all the bright stuff. Well, for you, too. Are, are you going to get the vaccine? Never. You don't trust it? Nope. Dude, I wish What happens when you can't me. get on a plane? Then I don't get on plane. But you're going to have to fly, Bubba. I'm not going to have to do anything. What if, uh, I mean, you, you, I, my, I, I, here's my question to everybody. If it's true that you have to get a vaccine, how long until you have to prove you had the vaccine so you can get into a restaurant or a private business or on a plane? We'll see. So dude. now you got to carry a card? And you know, you know. Um, here's the other thing. Do you think? What do you think of this? In, on Delta now, I notice that they have facial recognition, so you're not going to have a have a ticket. You can just have your face. And I don't want to do that either. I'm not flying United. I'm not flying American. Those fucking stewardess were so rude about masks. You know, I don't need to give you my business. I'm gonna do Virgin. I'll do JetBlue. I'm just not gonna ride. It's like this notion that. You, you, you're we're lucky to fly your airlines. I'm fucking over that, dude. I got a big nose. I did a lot of blow back in the day, dude. This this is a fucking bad neighborhood right here, right? It's hard to breathe. I can't have the mask over it the whole time, or else I can't breathe. Yeah, it's so a problem. like I put it here. I got some sassy dude yelling at me, and like I said earlier, we've empowered the uneducated, and I have a major problem with that. 
I I think I'm going to put down bets that that without a uh, vaccine, you won't be able to leave your fucking house. That's another thing I worry about. This is I will say this, Sam, that um, every time a government takes away your freedom, it's in it's in the name of your own, quote unquote, safety. Yeah, it's in the name of security. It's in the name of protecting, quote unquote, the people. And that's why reading history is really important because you start to see that history is repeating itself. I do think I'm glad they have a vaccine if it saves my parents from getting COVID. I do think it's a good idea. I trust the vaccine. I trust that scientists are coming up with ways to kick, to make this thing Not a vaccine. no longer a thing. And I, and I agree with it. But at the same time- By the way, time, it's a vaccine that will save you from a virus that has a 99% survival rate. Well, I, I've been saying that too. I agree with you. It's it's I agree it, with they you. They wanted it to hit harder. It didn't hit. We have lost friends. Like we just lost a friend. He may have succumbed to this. My buddy lost his his dad recently. His dad had multiple a multitude of other health issues, but it's being labeled COVID. Okay. That's happening more than people want to admit. This is a power grab. I don't think it hit like they were hoping. Or the second so here's a conspiracy for you. The real bad virus is in the fucking vaccine. That's my new thing. Well, I don't agree with that, okay. but um, I don't know why they would do that and poison okay. the entire country and the world. All I right. mean, Moderna and Pfizer would get sued and they're oh, not, yeah. oh, they're not like, evil. You look up uh, Pfizer, the largest lawsuit in the history of vaccines. I'm sure they're being doing. I'm sure they're being sued but what I'm saying so is that vaccines are a good thing. I'm are you an anti-vaxxer across the board? I, I listen man, we went from when you well you're like decades older than me but <laughs> back when we were young yeah. we had like 3 vaccines. Smallpox, now polio. they have 50 of them. Yeah. It I, and I Well I'm what just, you're saying is there's big business in vaccines. Yeah, like my daughters when they were born, they want to hit them with a hep B fucking Vax. Yeah. So a gay party drug? Yeah. It's like, are my kids doing meth and poppers? Yeah. No, we don't need to hit them with but, that. But, but the, th the theory would be that if you hit them, everybody with hep B, maybe hep B goes away, right? So smallpox went away. That is not, okay. Mm -hmm. First you know of what I'm all, saying? They stole, they, they what, what you- I, I agree, Sam, that there, it does feel like there's, a, there's big money. First of all, there's no question that big pharma- behaves in many ways they've saved a lot of lives they also behave in with that profit motive and they make they make crazy profits and they they spend more from what i understand on marketing and advertising than they do on, on on research and so yes i i think that there are a lot of times when i happen to believe you have a very rare disease you have a disease that you really need help with and it, the drug costs eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars I don't think that's right and i think people who are suffering should have access to that fucking drug to that to that medicine and we have to figure out a way to give it to them and i don't want to hear i don't want to hear oh well this is how we make our profits you don't have to charge eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a fucking drug that could make somebody's life way better so i really applaud people who make who have these organizations to try to make drugs more affordable to people that really need them because we have we are on the cusp of incredible technologies immunotherapies and things that are really fucking helping people with things like spinal bifida and all kinds of spinal issues, muscle degeneration and stuff like that. CRISPR-Cas9 is going to save lives. We got to make this shit. We got to make it affordable to people, right? I, I totally agree. And I think that pharmaceutical companies deserve criticism for that. Fuck science. Yeah, but science is beautiful. That's my opinion. No, you benefit from science every day. You've this has been a great podcast. I think so I feel too. like we really... Uh, 
knocked out park. Yeah. I feel like I, I won early. We're gonna take late. we're gonna take the beginning, the end of this podcast, and put it in the beginning, and then like switch it. Why? I don't know. <laughs> oh, why? Because you thought you won a little bit at the beginning. Well, I crushed this podcast, dude. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you tell us who won. No, well, we didn't really. The problem is we didn't really come to a conclusion. We have to figure out, Sam, right now where we can go to settle. You have can a point of view. You, I have a point of view. Do you enjoy having debates with me? Yeah, I do. Except for you won't you won't even let me look things up because you're like, I don't trust Brian, that source. what are we going to look it up? What's he going to go to the fucking library where homeless people watch porn can we, and fucking We could look it books? up on fact checks, uh, some kind of a fact Google's check thing. Are, okay, man. Google. Okay. But again, you're saying that where else am I going to look, Sam? You're saying that none of this is, is, is relevant. Uh, so where Brian, do I look? I, I, get, I get what you're saying. And it's just, this is the way the show's set up. Because if you actually gave me time to research, it would be Hiroshima. I would just be dropping atomic bombs on you. You wouldn't know what to do. I mean, you know. Do you know there was a time when Roy Jones Jr. fought a professional boxer and the dude didn't throw one punch? That would be every episode <laughs> If you allowed me to do research, by the way, every episode would be like, you're not getting off. The one punch. thing that that flat earth debate with Dave Weiss taught me is that right. research can be done and you can have a lot more research by, than somebody and still be very fucking wrong. It's possible. You know what I mean? We'll like, never fix it. We'll I guess telescopes that. aren't real. I mean, it's just a thousand We'll never things. be able to answer that. But you can answer it and you have to. We can. You can't allow misinformation to win the Brian, day. misinformation is being put on television constantly and the masses so what do we do about it deep throating it but what do we do about it not all journalists are liars not all, not all journalists are liars and not all investigative journalists are the liars. journalists that aren't liars are independent and have been have to create their no, own i websites. think there are some journalists that work for for big corporations or contribute to big 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 news stations that you don't are, get to are, the top unless you play ball brian you know that you've been in Hollywood long enough to know you yeah, don't but, get to the top unless you play. But, but, but some, I just but, fucking mouth this thing. but some, some things have to be looked at and allowed when you have a president that's spreading a false narrative, let's just say he is just say he is in the future. Maybe you don't agree that Trump is I do, but, but maybe you don't agree that Trump is spreading false information, but let's say we have a president that does. Let's say we got Biden and he's on the left, right? Okay. Let's say let's George say, Bush. Whatever the case, and weapons whatever the case, what do you do about that, Sam? What do you do, Brian? Because you, you need know, a place you can Trump go that you trust. Starts a rally, people march. They believe a bunch of uh, control, uh, fucking agent provocateurs are there. Entered. Everyone loses their 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 skull. He gets kicked off. We're trying to wipe him out of society. George Bush, Dick Cheney lied to the American people about weapons of mass destruction. Millions of people, not just a couple, millions of people in the Middle East die. Our soldiers come back broken, okay? And that dude's dancing with Ellen. Okay. So what, what, what I'm misinformation go, is dangerous? I'm gonna go through I'm gonna go through my top stories feed and I wanna see I want you to give me your point of view. Representative Liz so Cheney, you want to do Cheney. like funny stories at the end so everybody Well, first of all, I wanna I wanna cover some UFC stuff too. Oh yeah, let's get. When's into the that. next fight? That when's that? When's That's the twenty third? Who's fighting? McGregor versus. Yeah, Poirier. let's talk about that card. That's a great card. Representative Liz Cheney, Liz Cheney, number three Republican in the House, will vote to impeach Trump. She's a garbage person. Okay. Capitol riots face sedition charges as DOJ, Department of Justice, ramps up probe. Thoughts? Uh, you know, they were letting Antifa people out. They were literally bailing him. And fun fact, Arnold Schwarzenegger put out, like, we can't storm the, the this. We got to show law and order. Hollywood literally did match it. 
They've bailed out Antifa people during the summer. Just know that. Uh, I have no I have no time for Antifa people, so we agree on that. Saved by the Bell star Dustin Diamond hospitalized with mis- mystery illness. Oh yeah, it's called fucking chlamydia, probably. <laughs> did you did I heard a story that guy was like he was doing blow and his buddy's like see some fans like, hey man, I got some blow. The guy gave him his eight ball. He went to the bathroom, did the entire eight ball. Jesus Christ. Philly knows what I'm talking about, right? (laughs) I've never met a chick from Philly that didn't like blow. Oh, man. Photos of free school meal packages in the UK spark outrage online. What is it? Photos of free school meal packages. on. uh, What's the photo Let's see. Children deserve better than this. Um, It says, (laughs) photos showing food packages being sent to school children in the UK who are currently... Learning remotely have sparked outrage online with many calling parcels shameful, cruel, and disgraceful. The car- parcels have been sent to students who would qualify the school meals when attending school in person. Currently, UK is in its third, blah, blah, blah. Let's see what's in the meals. Um, yeah, because this is what happens when you allow the snack companies to take control. Um, so, one of, the, one of the things, mom shows a parcel that is reportedly meant to include 10 days worth of food. The image shows a loaf of sliced bread a tin of baked beans, single cheese slices, three apples, two carrots, one tomato, what the fuck, a packet of pasta, three yogurt satches, and two mini packets of malt loaf. malt loaf. I thought you were going to say malt liquor. That looks bad. And that's supposed to be 10 days worth of food. You got two shitty raw carrots, three apples, a fucking loaf of shitty bread, a can of beans, Two bananas. Fuck you. I wouldn't give that to a, a chimp. Yeah, but aren't yeah, you're home. Don't you have food at home? Um, yeah, I don't know because a lot of kids don't. Like, we have we have a school f- program, a school lunch program because kids can't afford food. There are a lot of poor people in this country. Yeah, my mom talks about it all the time. Yeah, she was. That's pretty well. Sad. All right, so that's that's that. Now hold Is on. Is that supposed to be the fun story? Trump rejects blame. Oh wait, there we go. Uh, oh, how about this one, dude? This is a fun story. Kanye and Jeffrey Star. Did you guys hear about that one? No. Yeah, Jeffrey Star is like, oh, it's not true, but she's like, I am in fucking Idaho, wherever, Je- wherever. Uh, do you know who Jeffrey Star is? Jeffrey Star is this trans chick, uh-huh. right? That's fucking. T- I met Jeffrey. She did the naughty show a long time ago. Super tatted up. So really? supposedly. The rumor, you know, Kim Kardashian breaks up. They're getting divorced. And then the rumor comes out that Kanye and Jeffree Star are, are hooking up. Okay. No right. thoughts? That's interesting. I, I think it's interesting because all these rappers are down low, by the way. They're all DLs. All of them. All of them. That's how you get to that level. Like the whole rumor is Birdman banged Lil Wayne. I can't. I guess this is an interesting story. No, I, I like it. I like more it. Interesting. Wait, let's talk UFC. Okay. No, I didn't hear. I didn't hear what you were saying. What, what was the last thing? Birdman banged Lil Wayne, <laughs> and Kanye is was hooking up with a with a trans with a trans woman. Yeah, good for him. I mean, listen, Kanye's had it all, so maybe now he wants a little strange. So he's getting. Dude, divorced. I'm just telling you, it was uh, Rogan's joke. You remember Rogan? You said that joke about uh, what's his face in Playboy, um, and they're like, because like yeah, he was um, gay, he was into gay shit, and they, he did Hugh a joke. Hefner. Yeah, and it was like, you know, you bang so many chicks, you know, you just want to get weird. And yep. Rogan's joke was, no, you bang more chicks. But I'm like, but he's banged them all. Yeah. You just like, the deeper you go, the yeah. weirder you get. Uh-huh. That's true. Walks like a chick, talks like a chick. Am I right? There it is. Yeah, Hello? baby. Next one. UFC. Hit me with UFC. UFC. Uh, 
This coming, we got McGregor. No, no, no. no. Two weeks That's now. the 23rd, yeah. This Saturday is Max Holloway versus Calvin Cater. Max Holloway, Calvin Cater is going to be a hell of a fight. That's a great fight. Carlos Conant and Matt Brown, who are both of whom I have so much respect for, but they've been fighting for so long. Yeah, but that's why it's a good fight. Yeah. They're kind of both on the same trajectory. Neither of them is really going to like make a run at the title, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I just I have so much respect for both those guys. You know, I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to see them take any more damage. I don't I'm like it. Sorry, yeah, man, I don't like it. And the problem is that a lot of these guys have trouble retiring cuz Retirement isn't as fun as 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 being. Totally yeah, how do you go from playing fighting under the white light? You know, you've never fought in a ring. I have. I know. Uh, yes, I have. But thank you. Yeah, I have. Much. I've yeah. walked through the hard rock. I've walked through the hard rock. Yeah, you chanting have. Chanting my name, and you threw down pretty well. I threw down. Dude. I'll take you on my side. Yeah, everybody wants me to fight. I'm like, he'll kill me. Mm. I think you would kill me. Well, I mean, because you live for this shit. It's what I do. Yeah. I like practicing it. Yeah, you do. And I, I have better wind. You get tired. That's no, no, no. But you and would, and, and, I, I already know what you're going to do. Well, if we wrestled. You're going to work my ribs. No, no if we wrestled. I'm like a T-Rex. Yeah. I'm fat here with these little arms and I can't yeah. protect my gut. But I like you too much, so I'm not going to hit you. I like you too much. That's the problem. I'm not. I, if I, you I, could fight any comic, who would you fight? Any comic? Yeah. Like in a, in a, in a fun fight. Not a hate fight, but fun I, fight. But there's a little hate. I don't know. I, I, I'd fight Ari Shafir. I love her. And if I couldn't get fight him, I'll fight Bobby Lee. Yeah, Bobby Lee would be fun because I like him. I just punched down the whole time. I would never hit him, but it would just be fun to kind of, he'd be like, hee, hee, and he'd he'd attack me naked. Yeah. (laughs) Who else is fighting on that card? Um, Lee Jin Jingliang versus uh, Ponzinibbio, Joaquin Buckley. That's why I love the UFC because you have this country versus that oh, country. Oh, yeah. That's a global. I fucking love it. Global dude. sport, brother. But you know what? We're entering the age where, like, all the old guards gone. Guess who's the last of the old guard that's still here? Who? Frankie Edgar. Oh, amazing. He's the last. He was back in the old days. He's going to go down to 35, too. He's fighting at 35. Watch Frankie Edgar suck weight for the first time in his life. He's going to be a monster at 35. He Woo! is going to be great. I hope I hope uh but there's Ho- some Holiday or Hollow Holloway can uh, get Holloway back. Holloway like I put Holloway in the same class as I put Jose Aldo as I put you know John Jones I mean uh, as I put Amanda Nunez these are such extreme winners uh Mighty Mouse um uh TJ Dillashaw who I hope makes his comeback soon these are these guys are just you know they're so special they're so fu- they're Do just you think they should I know you've had this conversation a thousand times with Shab do you think drug they drug testing should be as stringent as it should, or should you be able to use use it after your fight to help recover? I don't know. I I like I I think fighting is so difficult. I just like these guys get paid more and have some kind of a net when they're done, and and I and I and like like their medical bills paid as they destroy themselves. Um, I I have I have. I have a lot of issues. I think Dana White is one of the smartest businessmen out there. I have two problems with how the UFC operates and what do I know, right? But one is he throws stars who are coming back in too quickly yep. against killers. Yep. It's like, if there's anything I like, I like Bellator. I think Bellator proves like you don't need the name. Great fighters fight everywhere. But Bellator is really good at giving their fighters cans. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, I you, like you got to bring your fighters up slowly. You can't have Yair Rodriguez, who was a beautiful superstar, and you can't throw him to Frankie Edgar. You can't throw him to a to a veteran who comes in and goes, "Your kung fu is no good here, young man," your and beats the fucking so shit out of him because Frankie, that shit doesn't work against Frankie. But Yair Rodriguez was one of the most exciting fighters. Bring him up slowly. Give him nine knockouts and then put him up against Frankie Edgar. Let him work with guys who know how to wrestle and stuff. You can't take a young man and have him get pounded on that level. And two, it ruined him. It's two examples. Brock Lesnar coming back versus, I think, Alistair Overeem. Yeah, Jesus like, Christ. Like, you can't throw him right in there after he's got his colon carved out. That's the name of the and game, And then though. the other one is yeah. um, Conor McGregor. When he came back, he put him in with Khabib. I know. Like, they should have done. Conor wanted that fight, though. Conor, Conor's got that magic dust, and that this fight's going to be beautiful with him and Dustin Poirier. Holy shit. Poirier I is think Poirier's a better fighter than when the first time they he's fought. He's an amazing striker, and he's amazing. Now, he left part of his part of himself in there against Max Holloway. And Conor, we'll see. I'm, I'm excited about this. I think we got to end this. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I won. Hey, kids, come see me. I'm in Miami February 4th, 5th, and 6th. The next weekend, I am in Nashville, Tennessee at Zany's. Get your fucking tickets now. Where are you going to be? I have a, um, my cameo's going. I started booking uh, weeks again. We'll see if that works out. Check out my cameo. It's cameo.com slash Sam Tripoli. And also check out my new podcast. It's called Cash Daddies. And it is uh, financial advice for internet rich people like you know uh you know patreon youtube mm -hmm. only fans mm -hmm. take some of that bat in your ass money and put it into stocks and and crypto there you go there you go um, vote on who you thought won we know who won but vote so vote. it's official we're 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 this the studios are work in progress it's coming together we're really excited thanks to my awesome girlfriend we love you Danny Jeff. Rady. love you guys when people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters.